When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, the Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Before I introduce my guest, as I mentioned in a couple previous episodes, this will be my final podcast episode that I am hosting for NCIA uh, as my position has ended. So I'm just want to say thank you to all the listeners for tuning in to more than 320 episodes over the last six and a half years of this podcast. Um, I'm excited about the future and hope that you all have enjoyed listening to the show along the way. With that, I would like to introduce my guest. Mr. Carrie Black is an accomplished and results-driven analytical chemist, material scientist, and quality manager engineer. With over 35 years of experience practicing quality engineering and management, working in manufacturing R&D as a food safety scientist and preventive control qualified individual, practicing as a CGMP consultant in cannabis, and quality process consultant for the sports equipment PPE industry. He's the principal consultant for CK Black Group, providing GMP services to the cannabis and food industries, sports equipment PPE regulations and quality systems, and auditing services. So he's currently the chairman of the ASTM D37.06 committee, which is the Personal Training Assessment Credentialing in Cannabis Subcommittee. I promise we will explain what all this means as we get into (laughs) it. Throughout his 19 years of experience working with ASTM, Carrie Black has been the technical contact and principal author of nine ASTM standards. What is ASTM, you might ask? Well, ASTM International is a globally recognized leader in the development and delivery of voluntary consensus standards. Today, over 12,000 ASTM standards are used around the world to improve product quality, enhance health and safety, strengthen market access and trade, and build consumer confidence. ASTM's leadership in international standards development is driven by the contributions of ASTM members, which is more than 30,000 of the world's top technical experts and business professionals representing 140 countries. They work in an open and transparent process using ASTM's advanced IT infrastructure, and the members are creating the test methods, specifications, classifications, guides, and practices that support industries and governments worldwide. Can't wait to dive into this with you, Carrie. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you, Bethany. I appreciate the opportunity to have a chat with you. Absolutely. I think our listeners are going to understand why all this technical nerdiness is going to be so (laughs) important for the cannabis industry. But before we dive into that, uh, how about you share a little bit more with our listeners about your background and experience before contributing your time toward these cannabis efforts? Sure thing. And you did a pretty good job covering it um, above. Uh, I I have a bachelor's degree in chemistry and geology. Um, I've had a 40-year career working in multiple industries and multiple technical disciplines in many different capacities as a chemist, as a material scientist, quality director, quality manager. Um, I'm a certified quality engineer and um, and then the PCQI for food safety applications. And um, interestingly, it's been technical and various. And my last position for five years, I managed the quality control lab for the Domino Sugar Refinery in Araby, Louisiana. And um, that's where I was introduced to GMP and food quality. As you can imagine, we are very constrained by regulations relative to food safety. Um, and I was there five years. And and then my old buddy, Ralph Paroli, um, who's also with ASTM, asked me to attend the 2018 D37 Cannabis Committee meeting in New Orleans, um, just because it was here. And at that time, D37 was a new committee. And I had worked with Ralph for 20 years and other technical committees at ASTM. So I kind of knew the ASTM ropes and he asked me to come to the meeting and kind of be a mentor to a lot of the new folks that really had never, you know, participated in the ASTM process all that much. So I did and met some folks and I ended up becoming the vice chairman for the quality management system subcommittee um, for D37 and working with Andrew Saman and it, it really didn't take long. Um, within a month or so, I left Domino and began to work as a GMP consultant with Andrew for his company, Orion GMP Solutions, and continued my volunteer work with ASTM D37. And at that point, I kind of switched gears and started writing a lot of standards and so forth in support of that technical committee. And that was five years ago, and I'm still working with them and also working within um, GMP Consulting with my own company, CK Black Group, um, and then also dabbling in sports equipment, personal protection equipment, of all things, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, if you don't use the personal protection, you might need some cannabis. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then I also do some limited consulting in the roofing industry, which is one of the industries that I participated in 20 years ago. So that that's kind of a real quick summary of um, what brought me to this point. And yeah, gotcha. I've, so I'm I've, curious what your relationship with the cannabis plant and movement is and, you know, what brought you into that cannabis subcommittee meeting? Did you, did, do you have an interest personally or you just randomly found yourself there? Well, um, as I had indicated, uh, Ralph Paroli, who was chairman of D37 at the time, and knew I lived in New Orleans, and and 
I had worked with him as an executive officer of DO8, which is roofing and waterproofing. He asked me to come and, and introduce myself to the new section chairs and offer myself up as a mentor, basically, as to the ways of ASTM kind of thing. Um, I've always had a bit of a compassion for cannabis. I've always enjoyed it, and I've always advocated its use um, to the limited ability of a technical professional <laughs> over the last 40 years, right? Um, so I've been rather a discreet user, I suppose you'd say. Um, but what really drew me in more so than that is what became clear as to an industry need for standardization. And right now, uh, we still consider the cannabis industry sort of the Wild West, where Mm-hmm. Different states have different standards. Different standards say different things. You can you can take a sample to this lab, and they run it. They do an analysis. They get these results. Right. And you take it to the lab down the road, and you get completely different results because they're not necessarily being run under standardized test methods, and mm-hmm. and 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 therefore it's just crazy. And and you know the cannabis plant is a known bioremediator. In other words, it does like to suck up all kinds of nasties in the soil that it's growing from, Mm. such as pesticides and heavy metals. And so there's got to be some regulatory care in assessing the product when it's commercially available for, um, you know, human safety. And so the safety aspects in a large part are what driven me to continue working with ASTM. Great, great. And we've got about one minute before our commercial break, but uh, give me a brief summary of what your company, CK Black Group, is is up to and your volunteer role on the Cannabis Committee at ASTM. Okay, well, I'm chairman of D3706, which is credentialing, personnel training, and assessment-related activities. So we're writing standards that basically define training scope Um uh, certification requirements, um, looking mm-hmm. at different job descriptions for for different professions to try to kind of normalize that out throughout the industry. Um, other work, of course, I spend on my other clients in the sports industry. And for cannabis safety, I do a lot of uh, assessments of GMP compliance. How safe is a given company's practice relative to GMP regulations, and then guide them how to improve and become more safe, depending on the gap. Wonderful. Thank you for that breakdown. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into our first commercial break, and then we'll come back and talk more with Carrie Black about what's going on in ASTM and the cannabis industry. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, talking with Carrie Black of CK Black Group, who also works with ASTM International on, I'll just call it the Cannabis Committee, but it's it's D37.06. <laughs> um, well, so, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I want to get right into it and um, with what our goal is with all this and how far we've come so far. So, first and foremost, we do we do have a standard symbol for cannabis. It's a triangle with a cannabis leaf shape. And now, what we'd like to do now that we have this is we would like states and companies and regulators to adopt this going forward. This process, just getting the standard symbol, right? That process was based on a consensus of hundreds of people. Is that correct? Yeah, it's absolutely correct. Um, We have over 700, I think over 750 members in D37. Wow. And for each standard, basically every member is every voting member is expected to weigh in and give their consensus and a standard will not become a standard until all concerns are addressed by all, all of the voting members that choose to contribute in that particular standard. Um, and, and so it is truly a, a consensus based effort. And, and part of the, part of that also, of course, is it isn't just the members but we expand out. We have lots of conversations with government entities, such as United States Pharmacopeia, people at the FDA, mm. people at the UN. I mean, we have conversations and we sit at a table at the UN um, and and basically to help drive these kind of standard decisions and having that universal cannabis standard um, for labeling purposes is a really good step. It's starting to bring the regulatory entities and the crazy lack of standardization um, together so that, you know, it makes a more uniform industry related product, if you will. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's so that's so many, you know, minds and uh, c- contributions coming together to make one 100 percent consensus based decision. Wow. OK, so. It's really it's a great start that we have the symbol for cannabis, but we have bigger fish to fry. We've got more complex topics in cannabis that we're ready to tackle as far as how we run our businesses and the impact it has on the future of the industry. So can you talk about some of these different categories or processes that are on the table right now, like some of the subcommittees already formed that are working to establish even more cannabis related standards. 
Oh, absolutely. And and really, we're really, really starting to mature as a technical committee. Uh, we just finished our meeting in Denver last week, which was a fabulous meeting. Um, so we have D37 technical committee, right? And then within D37 technical committee, there are a boatload of subcommittees, each looking at different areas of the cannabis industry and writing standards. We have O1, which is cultivation. So all standards as they relate to good cultivation practices and so forth and so on would be defined there. We have O2, which is quality management systems and a good GMP system or a, a you know a, a good risk-based uh, management system, which cannabis should be, um, needs to have a very robust quality management system. And this committee writes those standards. The next is the laboratory subcommittee, where this is where all, all the very specific test methods get written. You know, heavy metal extractions, uh, determination of pesticides, determination of potency, et cetera. Um, the next subcommittee is 04, which is processing. So every place where you're doing extractions and and literally chemically manipulating the byproducts of the cannabis plants, whether it's making gummies or extracting tinctures, what have you, those practices are dictated by the processing subcommittee. Mm -hmm. Next, we have transportation and security, which is obviously something of import in the cannabis industry. Then we have the subcommittee I chair, which is 06, and that's training personnel and credentialing, where, as I said before, we write standards relative to training and certification and and basically job descriptions, if you will, for many different positions in, in the cannabis industry. After that, we have 07, which is a subcommittee uh, dedicated to industrial hemp and hemp-specific related issues, which mm -hmm. covers some different areas than, for example, um, adult-use type cannabis. It's a, a different kind of thing going on there. Then we have cannabis devices and appliances, gadgets that are used to vape and you know other appliances. Um, this subcommittee writes safety standards and what those appliances you know should consider in their manufacture and output. And then we have a recent subcommittee on financing in cannabis, and this looks at standardization of bank banking and and insurance considerations and a lot of the business side of it as it is an emerging industry and especially in the United States where it's half legal and half not, you know, depending on what state you're in. And that can create a very hectic and chaotic mm -hmm. banking regulatory environment, which this subcommittee oh, yeah. is hoping to address. And then we have a bunch of administrative subcommittees. Um, oh, oh yeah. We also just formed a sustainability subcommittee looking at sustainable oh, practices and that would be due 3709 wow. and and then we have you know some other ancillary administrative you know strategic planning uh we have a lot of interaction with again like fda and united states pharmacopoeia and cia uh, various other entities and associations and we have a lot of liaison activities that help us define our strategic planning. What what standards do we need to write now? What is uh, an important issue? And one thing I'm going to say right now, the whole idea behind vaping is becoming very interesting, and, and it's 
we're really beginning to learn just how dangerous that practice can be relative to ingestion of toxins and stuff. Mm. And in October, uh, Bob Thomas and myself are chairing a, a, a global symposium looking specifically on contaminants in the cannabis industry, one day dedicated to pesticides, another to heavy metals, and another to microbials. And this is looking at the most state-of-the-art regulatory recommendations, uh, practices, research, um, you know, and, and what what a sensible regulatory approach might be to mitigating uh, risks associated with those. That'll be in October of 2023. 20, so look, you know, Keep keep attention to ASTM, and I'm mm-hmm. sure on LinkedIn and so forth, you'll see announcements to that. Gotcha. But it's that it's that kind of thing. We try to stay state of the art, and what does the industry need? Well, this is such a changing industry, and God knows where it's going to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a very dynamic, wild west thing. But um, you're we're telling starting me to wrap, <laughs> we're starting to wrap our arms around it, and having people like the N- NCIA and that willing to step up and have engage in conversation and bring some of their subject matter expertise to the table um, is huge for uh, the progress that we can make as a standards making body. Absolutely. Uh, we have a couple minutes before our next commercial break. So the big picture here is that we want subject matter experts in all of these categories that you just mentioned to get involved and contribute to the process. Um, have a seat at the table, right? Um, In addition to having a seat at the table, why would you say it's so important for subject matter experts in cannabis to get involved? And then how can they do that? Um, Well, of course, synergy comes from diversity and collection of ideas, right? So, you know, a lot of people have different opinions. A lot of people have different experiences. um, And they may be similar or they may not be similar but when all these people weigh into the collective palette of ideas right now we start to build this sort of synergistic consensus thing that we basically can center in on and create standardization from and all the subject matter experts that can come in and weigh in and share their thoughts and have these discussions oftentimes can lead to sort of serendipitous results that nobody ever thought of before that actually are better than the sum of those parts, right? So it's it's very important for, you know, the subject matter experts to weigh in and let's have these conversations and join ASTM. Um, I think we're, I think we're at a hundred dollars a year right now for the membership and and which is actually very reasonable the meetings are at no cost to the members you show up and you know do your thing mm-hmm. um which is which is fabulous i can think of asq which is now like you know 200 dollars a year and the only people that can go to their global conferences are those that are successful on the stock exchange or whatever but oh. <laughs> they're just like prohibitively expensive and, and ASTM doesn't do that they okay they run Lean and Mean. They're a nonprofit organization, actually, and and um, and great. They're you know it's 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 thereby it's it's all volunteer based, and we can't do it without the volunteers. But it, the cool thing about ASTM is they set up an environment that's very welcoming and very diverse. Um, you great. know, we, we anyway. I, I I can't say more about it. Um, 
ASTM.org, www.astm.org. You can get it. Great. Yeah, very reasonable membership fees, and you get to contribute to defining the future standards of our industry. All right, let's take that last commercial break, and we'll come back and wrap up our chat with Carrie Black. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, in my final podcast episode, talking with Carrie Black, who is representing the ASTM International on this podcast. And we're talking about why it's important for people in the cannabis industry with subject matter expertise to get involved in these efforts. And I do do want to reiterate that there are many current NCIA members who are involved in some of our committees who are already involved in this process. Uh, David Bayancourt from the GMP Collective, Elena Rodriguez. I ran into several other people when I uh, I went to the Denver, I, I dropped into the Denver award ceremony. So I saw you getting an award for your decades of service uh, and your nine plus standards that, that you've <laughs> contributed over. So that was lovely to to get to get to see how they appreciate each other for for all these efforts as well. And going back a little bit, a couple of months ago, David Viancourt uh, invited me to uh, this hotel here in Denver called the Brown Palace to one of the meeting rooms where there had been a meeting all day. And he basically launched that he wants to see everyone get involved. Here's what's going on. It's important we all get involved. Thank you for coming to the meeting. I don't think you were able to attend, but I was jazzed. I, The light bulb went off in my head about why this is so important and how this will you know, put some concrete down on the path to federal legalization for cannabis in so many ways. Um, so I really want to get our listeners that are in the cannabis industry excited about this um, when government and regulators and uh, uh, com- companies are looking for standards, this is the place to go. Laws are made and regulations are made with ASTM decisions in mind. So getting involved in these efforts is really crucial. It could open up uh, it could open up interstate commerce if uh, if a company doesn't have to, change their labeling and change their packaging and because there's a standard from state to state wow like these are the implications of what getting cannabis standards through the ASTM achieved is going to look like and i hope that paints a picture for why all this you know it's it's tedious right to go through all these details right carrie I, I think it's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> I mean, me too. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but because there, there's an, well, it is thorough and there's a lot to it, but there is a reason for each of those. And there's elements of excitement within that because in a way we're kind of forging, we're forging new, new territory. So it's kind of like beginning an adventure, right? I mean, there it is. Mm-hmm. It's out there in front of you and, and we have a whole industry to, 
I was going to say tame. I don't know if I like that after thinking about it, though, an industry to at least at least standardize and and to improve as a result of standardization and more importantly to assure the safety of the product by the consumers and there there are people literally expire expiring and, and dying because of improperly tested cannabis or um, improper ways of ingesting it that can create catastrophic lung failures and things like that and if we can take steps to keep that from happening or to mitigate those kind of risks through regulation through education through standardization then then we're really we're we're doing the lord's work mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. yeah i i i know i'm leaving ncia uh so i won't be able to continue my involvement in this through ncia but like I said, I was really jazzed uh, when I understood what was happening here. So I'm going to find a way to get involved myself. Um, so I'm looking forward to continuing that. And I appreciate you being on the show today and explaining what's going on and why people in the cannabis industry, NCIA members need to get involved. So that website was ASTM.org. And once again, thanks for being on the show today, Carrie. Where can people find out more about you if they want to reach you? Um, they can come to my website. It's uh, www.ckblackgroup.com. Perfect. All right. Well, that's it for us today. And this is my final episode that I get to host for NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. So farewell to my listeners and stay cool. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.